I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. Do you want to play a game? Movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos for creative. I'm your number one fan. Look at me, Damien. It's all for you. Hi, I'm Chucky. Wanna play? We have such sights to show you. Welcome, folks, to episode 86 of The Morgue, an official Corpse Feed podcast. And I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Howdy, Tex. What's up? Oh, man. Howdy, everybody. Howdy, Arturo. Uh, so, you know what, though? Like, it, I'm still thinking about Halloween Kills. It's it's that thing, right? man. Like you know, we we were talking about it for like a whole two years at this point. Yes, and like and then we finally got to check it out. Go go listen to that episode for that reaction. But like I'm hard pressed because I'm like I'm still thinking about it. But now it's just it's. It's a disappointment, man. Cause like you, it's disappointment. Cause like you did, uh, you put up a, you put up a thing on Instagram. I saw that was like counting how many kills compared to like how how much he was on screen, dude. And it's, um, and it's yeah. like, how did we get forty one kills? I think we were off too, right? Like we were off. Yeah, because like, originally, the- originally I had counted about thirty one. Which is already impressive. Yeah, like which was yeah. already a big feat um, all in itself. But then as I was watching it specifically for body count and to see the actual Meyer screen time, I had to pause a couple of times to actually see the whole frame in, uh, for instance, in the firefighters. There was one frame after he came out of the house that they show all of them lined up. So in that, you get the whole like number of firefighters in that scene that he killed because all, because all of them fucking got wrecked. Yeah. With like, yeah. uh, with the dead body results, right. With like yes. the, the pile. Okay. Yeah, okay. exactly. So like in the pile, you, you see other kills that weren't there. Like one specifically one, like a skull was like sliced in half and shit. You didn't get that kill. So though I was like, Oh, so there's other guys there. So I paused it and there was an extra fucking like wow. three or four firefighters there. Right. Originally from what I counted, because I thought there were like five or six of them, but there was was originally like uh, after the count it was i think eight or nine of them um or even 11 or some shit like that imagine if that were the opening scene because like we like we mentioned like you mentioned like that shit's not till like 18 minutes in even my wife agrees is like she's like yo i don't watch these movies a lot but this looks like it should have been the beginning it's so fucking dope and i'm like exactly (laughs) but that comes in 20 minutes into the fucking movie yeah right um and uh and speaking of that like Myers himself, dude, he's in the movie for a full 23 minutes, give or take like 30 seconds here or there, right? Now, does that include the flashbacks? That includes the flashbacks. Wow. So, and the entirety of the hour and 45 minutes that you're sitting down watching this movie, Myers is only on screen for 23 minutes of those fucking, like, like for 23 minutes of that whole fucking runtime. Wow. So that's like. Ooh, that's not even... Dude, it's not even half. Yeah, it's not even <laughs> half, right? It's not like, even half the movie. It's not even 30 minutes of Myers, bro. Yeah, that's just like, it's not even a third of it, right? Like, Dude, it's, it's a, under a third of that get, movie. You legit get an hour and 22 minutes of absolute dribble. <sighs> and then 
23 minutes of absolute gloriousness. You know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's Ooh, honestly, that's... it's egregious. It's very like, what were you thinking? Yeah, that kind of tells you how much filler there is. Like, it was all filler, dude. Yeah, because even counting the, you know, the pre, like, the pre-kill filler, you yes. know, the little bit of the, the little bit of the victim we always get before the kill. Yeah. You know, even that was felt longer than they needed to, right? No, like, but it, like, it's funny because like, it felt a little longer, but when I was tallying up every scene he was in from, uh, you know, I was, cl- you know, obviously I was pausing the beginning of the scene and looking at the actual runtime and then comparing right. it to when he's off off screen and all that stuff. So then, uh, like, it was, I was just shocked. I'm like, wait a minute. That was only one minute. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. That was only 30 seconds. Oh, wait a minute. That was only seven well, seconds. Dude, yeah. it was, it was wild it was wild and i'm like no wonder the movie wasn't good he's only in the fucking flick for 23 goddamn minutes so God, how, how are you supposed sucks. to make a successful halloween movie when for about 80 minutes and change of it you're not even dealing with Lori. you're dealing with fucking tommy doyle yeah. and his evil dies tonight and with by the way like the internet was on fire about it. Like I'm, I'm just glad we all felt the same fucking way about it. Wow. Like, yo, okay, like, that's good. Cause dude, like, yeah, dude. Like there've been evil dies tonight memes everywhere. Yeah, I had avoided reviews and stuff before actually seeing it because Agreed. of course, same. yeah, because it's like you want to go in as fresh as possible. Because if I had known that people didn't like it beforehand, I probably wouldn't have liked it. You know, but like we have to see it fresh, and unfortunately, it's still disappointed. So I'm glad to hear. Like honestly. Yeah, like, I'm glad to hear other people are disappointed, too, because, like, you know, I, I was thinking, oh, maybe it just was bad because of something about us. You know, maybe we no, come to no, expect like too much. Of, yeah. But, exactly. like, no. Like, exactly. I thought the same thing, too, but a lot of people do agree with us on the fact that this whole evil dice tonight thing was ridiculous yeah like, evil like, dice tonight it, it was like, so goofy and so much of it was in the movie that it overtook the awesomeness of it and and we know why because in total it was 23 minutes like the longest scene he was in was in the final act of the movie where he um is in where he's back at his house after killing big john and little john right he's there that whole scene is seven minutes like what like, like from when he first encounters uh, Cameron and like and starts fucking beating him up, that's right. seven minutes until the end of the movie, cool. where he kills uh, um, Karen. Yeah, yeah, because I bet like I bet if you counted how long uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is in the movie, it probably wouldn't oh. be that much longer either, no, right? Like because it didn't feel that long either. No, like it's, but this is what um, we spoke we about talked about this. In length. Yes, yeah, like last week <laughs> that it was just. So much of these characters that really didn't mean anything at the end because they're all fucking got whacked anyway, right? Yeah, like it just, ugh, it's nonsense. Like, it's weird, but like, like, and I kept revisiting it because it was such like an anomaly, right? I'm like, like, right. why would you just why why make us wait this long? Yeah, and, and then how still give us this? How do you go from 2018 Halloween with like it seemed like such like a oh my it, I know even looking back on it it's like you you, it's you such a nailed it. yeah it's like you nailed the concept so well yes you know we we thought you had a concrete idea of where you wanted to go because you know it's so well done you're like oh they obviously know what they're doing like they they obviously got a good understanding of this and then kills comes around and it's like oh yeah like you said it's a huge disparity yeah. Uh, dude, and then like, and then it's it's fucked too because 
it's not even like the actor's fault because they were like, oh, yeah, this movie was cool and everything. I'm like, yeah, the 23 minutes of it was awesome. (laughs) 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 But like, yeah, 80 minutes plus of the fucking movie that is honestly, it's unwatchable, dude. Like I was going through the movie again, as I mentioned, just to look at the kill scenes and just I was just embarrassed to see like like all the thumbnails and the fast forward, you know, the frames are like, oh, my God, this scene is so stupid. Like the hospital scene where they're just like mobbing over this fucking like other psych patient right, right. dude that in itself was so long it legit like was about maybe a third of the time that myers was on screen you got that huge hospital time you know like that whole scene from when they start with tommy doyle looking at like just talking to karen and then She's like, oh, we got to find out what's going on. And then everyone gets, like, mobbed up. And, and Lori gets, uh like, puts on her clothes. She, she grabs a knife. She's like, no, right. we got a fucking evil dice tonight. We're Which, fucking killing uh, him. It makes, ugh, that... It was so bad. And then it's funny because I was watching um Halloween 4 the other day and my wife was just like, oh, what are you watching? I was like, oh, man, Halloween 4, whatever. And, and, you know, and she was watching it. Um, And it's one of the, you know, it's, it's where the story of Michael Myers and the whole Halloween kind of just offshoots to this crazy kind of you know other yeah that's when it starts realm. getting like mystical shit yeah right? yeah like, a four five and six like do that rune thing with him and the occult stuff and you know yeah so that alone is like that was odd and but like i can watch it you know it like overall it's not hot garbage you know right but this one dude i just I rewatched it after I saw it in theaters again just to see if I had to just like yeah, I was like okay let me just let me just see this again you know what I mean because it's like no you know, yeah I you're could, like I could you're like oh it. maybe you're like oh maybe I was wrong because you still wanna you still wanna love it like dude that's the thing, me especially right? be being such a mark for fucking Myers like yeah I, like I wanna find an excuse to like defend it right? to defend like. it every single minute of it right but but i can't i fucking can't especially after i did such a deep dive and found out wait a minute this guy is in the movie 23 minutes and, it, and think about it in 23 minutes this guy amasses over 40 fucking bodies bro. yeah it was like that's that's nuts and like you you hear that kind of stat and like that's what's so disappointing, right? I think that just yes. that kind of sells the disparity the best, right? You're like Michael Myers is 41 kills, which is wild, right? Which is like fucking that's, wild. That's a huge fucking milestone. <laughs> that's like that's a. I want to like, 45. By the way, it was 45. Yeah. Okay. So 45. Yeah. <laughs> like, that seems like a record, or it seems very high, right? Like, so you have that, but then you also have one of the ones like you have such a short runtime, and so that that tells you, like I said, that sells the disparity more than anything. Of like, you have so much good, yeah. and so little good at the same time. Like that's the thing. It's all what little is good is very good. I think I think that's what it is, right? Like what little yeah. is good here is yeah. very very that's, good. That's why it made it into my, uh, my number 5 in in my right. uh, ranking because it's like what there is to actually appreciate is fantastic because it just takes the Myers character to a whole like different like 
echelon of just right. like slasher and and makes me excited for um halloween ends which i'm curious now what they're gonna do because now it's like all right because Lori was talking at the end of it i was she was saying oh maybe we'll see him again in uh, next halloween or something i'm like are they gonna wait like like in, in terms of timeline are they gonna so, wait a whole year from these events so i read i didn't read the article i'm one of those people i read that uh, <laughs> it's fine i'm the same way <laughs> no no i read that there's gonna be a time jump and that they're gonna reference um covid and everything like that like so i think they're jumping it to like present day ish instead of like 2018 so um Oh uh, what? Um, yeah, so I don't. Also with I, COVID too, really? Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. That's what I've read. Like I, I read the little, to mention. I read a little blurb, and I was like, "Well, that's that's something." And that's then, a little like, odd to mention, but everything's doing it. You know, like yeah. everything being made now is referencing a pandemic of some it, sort. It's like you you kind of have to, and that's what sucks because it's like I I don't want that in my media, you know, because it's like. You know what though, Tex? Like that in mind, like like I was a big like history buff in high school and stuff and stuff like that, especially with like World War Two. And um, imagine just living through like World War Two. This is probably all you're gonna see is movies about World War Two and Nazis and Hitler, yeah, and the Third Reich and Mussolini and the Axis powers and all that stuff. You probably got shitload of that for the last like for a whole decade after the World War Two, and then yeah, in Vietnam, forget about it. And then uh, you know what I mean, like so for after- sure. Like after two thousand one, it yeah after nine eleven we got dude. a ton more war movies. Yeah, dude, dude after nine like, eleven we got all this like terror shit out there. You know what I mean? So it is a zeitgeist thing. So I'm pretty sure you know you are absolutely correct. We'll probably be getting a, lo- a lot more of this stuff. In I mean, our media, unfortunately, Myers already has a mask, so he's already masked up. Like <laughs> Listen, he's, that he's, man, he's good. That, Imagine the only thing to take down Myers is COVID, Would bro. Be, you know what, though? Like, I don't think it would either. Like, that would be some like, shit. Right? It'd, be, it'd be like, oh, we got to put Myers on a ventilator. Like, no, don't do it. Michael Myers. <laughs> no, 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 it is my job to save they're, lives, okay? Yeah, I have exactly. to put him they're on a like ventilator. Yelling. They're like yelling. And, and then like, he comes no, back at the it. end because they put him on a ventilator. He gets through the COVID bout, right? And then it, no. it's, we're back on again, right? Oh, man. And Lori's you know like, oh, my God. Hey, I hope COVID fucking gets him. I hope COVID gets him. She's just waiting outside his hospital room, just fucking waiting and just looking at him, trying to breathe and shit. You know what? Oh, there you go. So this explains why there might it be ends. a time jump, right? <laughs> this yeah. is why it ends. Halloween just and, ends because of yeah. COVID. <laughs> wow. Imagine. So like. Oh, uh, my God. But yeah, so turn. like that's very interesting <laughs> that you <laughs> that you brought that up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like, mean. It's um. We'll see where it goes, right? Yeah, like, seriously, because like Laurie specifically mentions at the end of of kills, that, you know, like maybe we'll see him again, like next Halloween. So like, if they do a time jump, I am curious to find out what happens in between. Because if you think about it, the last thing that Laurie knew and um, Allison knew that Karen was still alive. Now Karen is fucking dead. Like, right. The fact that there's not an immediate kind of reaction to that. Would be a little disappointing, um, being that everything, everyone's um, energy in that night in the movie is so high up. They're like, oh, my God. You know, every, they're trying to, like, do anything kind of crazy. So it, it would have been nice to kind of just end it if you are going to do it. Like, uh, uh, let's say, like, Lori finds out and then Hawkins is there in the hospital. And they're like, yo, fuck it. Let's just let's 
just get at it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, the time jump is a little odd. Again, we have to wait till next year. Uh, yep. I know if we buy if, now, we if sh- there's there's like a fucking a writers and producer strike looming. Yeah, right. And you know what? Pay COVID's them what still out there. Pay them what they're owed, man. Like, dude. Yeah, there's what they're pay people what they like what they're worth, dude. And, and on top of owed. that, there was like a, a tragic event on a like a movie set recently, and that's oh. going to change the whole the like gun safety thing. So that's yeah. going to probably affect a lot of movies, which is on honestly that's. Which That's is still, for the better, yeah. It's, it's and, honestly for the for the best, but it still boggles my mind because it happened in the Crow set as well. There was yeah. a prop gun that killed uh, Brandon Lee on the set of the Crow, and the same yeah. thing happened on uh, on the set of this western called Rust. So um, my thing is like, how is that even possible? Like it's right. like it just boggles my mind. I can't think about it. I don't even want to talk about it. We have a lot more to talk about in this episode. But um yeah, Halloween Kills, go watch it on Peacock. It's on there. Um it's on there probably for the next go, month or so. Yeah, go watch it on Peacock. Yeah, go watch, watch it on Peacock. Before remember, <laughs> just remember, just you're there for twenty three minutes, all right? You're in and out, baby. In and out. All yeah. right. But yeah, uh, Tex, um, we we have, we have a, a special um, a special episode for the folks here this October. Um, it's a first for us here on the morgue. Uh, it's our first versus episode. Uh, it's where we yes. take um, two movies and three rounds and we compare the shit out of them. We take yeah. a deep dive in in all the rounds and all the facets. Tex will get into that in just a second. But also, we like to take usually four verses, and it's usually a, a thing that you hear anyway. It's a straight up comparison between an original movie and it's remake and today it just so happens to be the texas chainsaw massacre the original from 1973 and the remake with jessica beale from 2003 so um tex explain to the folks the three rounds we're gonna set up yeah so uh versus we got uh we got three different rounds where we compare each film you know to just ultimately decide which one's the best like arturo explained and uh, the first round, it's you know the all the the writing stuff and like all the the stuff you really you, you really need to craft well. You have your writing, your story, your acting, your your cast, even you know, and yeah, the back end stuff, you know, yeah, the back end stuff, the stuff you need your foundation, and yeah. then on top of that is our second round, which is all the technical stuff, like how it looks, what the production looks like, the uh, the gore, the kills, the you know anything like, anything like that about how it's actually put together how it's shot that's all the second round and in the third round is the horror factor which is you know how ultimately like how horror is it or how scary however arturo and i decided to find it yeah how impactful it. it was to the genre itself right yeah. like it it's legacy above things in so and now we're we're trying this out with texas chainsaw massacre which which has had other like remakes or sequels i think since 2003 yeah there's there's a whole a a whole branching out of this story just like halloween actually we were just talking about it this um this same franchise began in 73 with uh, toby hooper's classic which by the way was made for like i think a hundred and forty thousand dollars or something yeah which is wild um so it's a super indie horror movie in retrospect and then from there like hooper made a direct sequel, by the way, to, to, to that that movie, um, which was wild. We'll talk about that later. Um, I think it was ten years after I the believe so. Original yes. one was made, and then from there you have a new generation, um, which I think uh, p- popped up um, afterwards with Matthew McConaughey and um, 
uh, and what's her face? Uh, Renee Zellweger was in it as well. Um, mm. And then you had, I think, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 with in the mid 80s. Totally forgot about that one. Um, I forgot who was in it. And then you had the reboot, which is what we're going to talk about as well and compare, mm. which had Jessica Biel in it. Um, it takes a whole different story as well yes um yes. complete different universe same concept pretty much and that universe in itself had that one in 2003 it had a texas chainsaw massacre beginning with uh, jordana brewster um yeah. and i believe it also included leatherface which was um no i'm sorry i'm sorry that that one was an off story a prequel off story of Texas Chainsaw Massacre Leatherface. Okay. Yeah. So it was only the 03 version and and beginning. Okay. So then there's another version of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is uh, the 3D one that came out back in the, in the 2010s. There at we some go. Point. That's the one I was thinking of. Okay. Yes. With uh, um, Alexandra Daddario. Oh, okay. Or, or whatever her name is. Yeah. Um, so that one was the one... We, where she inherited the farm and all this stuff, the house and and all that. So that in itself, that actually ties in. That's the the twenty the, the Halloween twenty eighteen version of Texas Chainsaw oh, Massacre. So that okay, one okay. directly ties back into the original story. Um, and it even shows a flashback of the events on the day um, on the days afterwards. Where um, if you remember in the original movie, the girl escapes at the end. So that girl right. goes to the authorities and tells her story, and that movie takes that into it. So as you can see, um, they've taken there's, there's a lot of liberties. Lot. Yeah, yeah they've taken a lot of liberties, which is which is one thing I have to point out before we get into this versus that a lot of people um, were just um, killing Halloween kills, obviously, you know, for many reasons. But like one of the reasons I saw that wasn't just was about the story, like uh, like the connection, right? They were like, uh, oh, uh, uh, this. Uh, the, it, the, the 2018 version and this version should just all be scrapped. This uh, this uh, story ruins the, uh, the original timeline. And then I'm like, what are you no. talking about? What are you it talking about? It started out with, like, that's what it is. It started out with a good idea. But and, you know. it's like, it's like, what are you talking about? Like people, like, there are many versions of, um, of these slashers. Like not one of them has stayed consistent. That's um, true. That's in its entire true. franchise run. I right? mean, I mean horror is a lot of the times nothing but reboots. Right? Yes, like, exactly. Um, like, I, like for instance, Halloween, as we spoke about at length, has like three different variations. It has that uh, occult version in 4, 5, and 6. It has um, the H2O timeline, which is H2O and Resurrection, right? right? Um, and then it has the original timeline, which is uh, the one from 78. And then it has part two, but then part two gets scrapped for 2018 and Halloween right. kills. And then you have season of the witch, uh, you, you know, so it's, it's, it's never really a consistent story throughout that I can right. think of. I think scream is maybe the only one that has yeah, kept the, you know, that yeah, web, even, you know? Yeah. Cause even movies like, uh, even franchises like saw, like eventually, yeah. eventually do their own. Like you know, Saw has sequels, yes, but then there's a attempted rebooting there, and then at the yeah, it's yeah, same like, for Friday the Thirteenth. Like he dies in Chapter Four, and then he comes back all over again in Chapter Five to start a whole new right. kind of arc. It's like a comic book, but, you and know, in so, Friday the Thirteenth, pretty much. So for Texas Chainsaw, 
are our big point of comparison was were the two that are basically the most similar. You know, the basically the ones that mm-hmm. start start from a step one and they then they launch their own things. So this is this is the best comparison and this is these are the best choices for the verses. So exactly. uh the so roots I, of the actual franchise, you know? I say let's get into it, Arturo. Let's right? do it. So, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, round one. Uh, so our story, our cast, our like the writing. Um, let, let me let me get what you're thinking first to start it off, Arturo. All right, which, cool. Which um, one? Which one stands out to you more in terms of those areas? Okay, so like we haven't spoken since you know we decided to do this. We just kind of like we're like, yo, what are we gonna do for this week? And we just kind of put it together. So we haven't right. really kind of piece together what we thought about each movie so this is all going to be new for us too which is pretty awesome you tell you the truth man like the budget of the first one kind of forgives it for a lot in retrospect um uh as a horror fan myself the character of leatherface is iconic you know i mean i mean like the chainsaw the apron the the dead skin mask and all that stuff iconic like i love the character that they created this like leather face character in terms of like the story of each i kind of like the 2003 version better you know what i was gonna say the Um, same like i'm they (laughs) (laughs) it's it's like oh my god here we go yeah so here we go um they change it completely so in the 2003 um roots of of texas chainsaw you got the hewitts and the original it's the sawyers so that's a really big change off the bat that i was like wait a minute when did when did this happen because you were always in your mind you have sawyers in your mind every time you watch a texas chainsaw but then um i kind of like the fact that yeah you get some despicable characters in the original one those three guys are just like fucking skeevies like redneck kind of crazy oh, yeah. we'll, southern we'll guys. Get into, you know like, what I mean? We'll get um, into that later. But like, but like in this 2003 version, they made it more of a family thing. Um, right, yes. Which I really, I dug, like, because I, I really dug it. I, I always wanted to see a Leatherface, like, on his own as a character, but he does not exist in that way. So in, in my mind, I always had him in that kind of tier, but he always works... Um, as a supporting kind of, you know, adversary in these movies, um, especially in the 2003 version where the family is really like they're 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 fucking worse than Leatherface in terms of just yeah fucking human beings. You know what I mean? Because Leatherface, at least he has, you know, you know, he's a little slow. You know, he, he he's not like all right up there in the head and everything yeah, like that. It's the, it, it's the it's the argument that he was nurtured this way. Like yes. he was he was raised this way exactly instead of like him being like an evil presence and like by the way was- that goes big into effect in leatherface in that movie leatherface like that oh, nurture. Okay. yeah yeah right um but yeah but you're absolutely right um he, uh because he was raised like that like you're like oh so the, the real fucking villains and you know in these movies are yeah these fucking people who raise this guy and know, that's what that's what's always stood out about leatherface as a as a killer in the first place right like because mm-hmm. he he his affairs are more like it's always more of a family affair with uh with leatherface yes because like he leatherface is is usually like out of all of them he he doesn't really work alone like i no. was gonna say because because ghostface yeah there, there are teams of ghostfaces but like 
yeah, like Leatherface usually works with the team, and yes. like I, I think that comes through especially well in uh, in O three because there's a story built around the fact that he's working as part of a team. Like like mm-hmm. you're saying, like the the family comes off worse than than Leatherface himself, and but that's to me in the story that's where the story is, you know? Because yes. In the OG, watching it, you like yeah, uh, it's one of those things. Like you were saying, there's a lot to forgive in retrospect in terms of its budget, but like there's also just the story is it's it's very not a story. It, 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 it's exactly a premise, it's right? it, it's exactly it's just a concept. And it's funny. I was reading this article in the uh, from the New York Post of all fucking places about um, the. Uh, someone went on record to talk about the conditions on set of the original movie. Um, mm-hmm. Like it was like sweltering heat over a hundred degrees kind of shit. Um, that one scene in particular where they cut her finger and the guy like sucks her blood, the grandpa, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the prop knife wasn't working. Like it wasn't squirting out the blood. So fucking Gunnar Hansen, the guy playing Leatherface got so impatient. He got a real knife and just cut her for real. And like she, uh, like she didn't fucking realize that the guy who was playing the grandpa didn't realize it either. Like when he was fucking sucking on her fucking finger, so it's wild. That whole thing is wild, um, and it's very like I said, it's like a it's an indie horror movie, and yeah. honestly, that's why I kind of dig it even like now, like after seeing it, I'm like, oh, even. I give it more respect for what it was able to do, and I'll speak about that later on. But, yeah, because um, yeah. I, I was gonna say it. It still has a chance in other categories. Yes, but exactly. I think, like I think, but in, dif- yeah. yes, like, but in terms of story, overall story, man, the Hewitts were fucking pieces of shit. Like Arlie Ermy, that dude embraced that character so hardcore that I'm like, God, I hate you. Yeah, like, it just like, hates you so much. It's there, you know. When you watch the original one, like I, I think I texted it to you. Like I think that was the only thing I told you. Like uh, I was like, man, there's a lot of wasted time. Like it, like the movie's. 80 yeah, you were minutes. like a little rough. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's eighty minutes, but like that first, like outside of like the the actual uh, initial scene where like, he gets onto the van. And then, like, you know, he's kind of, like, dude's kind of creepy, like, taking the knife and shit like that. Oh, the hitchhiker guy, yeah. Yeah. So, like, that's good. But then you have, like, this whole stretch of nothing where they're just kind of, like, like, they're stranded in some place. And, like, that's fine. But, you know, the cast isn't really... They're they're, they're just hanging out in the field. From yeah, they the got time. like they're they're doing nothing. Like it's what like it's very like um, compared Even, to 03, like at least where I don't like any of the characters, correct. but at least there's something there. Like, yes, it, agreed. Yeah. Um, in the original one, the characters just kind of like aimlessly wandering around. They're just wandering and wandering, and like the dude in the wheelchair. I forgot what his fucking name is. I, uh, fucking I hate forget that guy. too, but. But he was also my favorite one. In terms really? Of like, yeah. In terms of him, he actually did stuff that, like, you know. Yeah, he was, he was the, a character, I guess you can say. Yeah, like I, that's what it is, man. There's so like, there's so little of that. Like, in, like from yeah. the perspective of like the good guys, he was the only like memorable character. Um, yes. you can say out of all of them. Because he was so fucking annoying. Yeah, um, like, that's the other thing, too. He was very he annoying. Got, he like, got fucking sliced up super good, though, in the dark, too. He was yeah. like, oh, oh, he's like, hold on. I hear something. I hear something. All of a sudden, he flashes his, like, yeah. Right. Yeah, we'll, but, we'll, yeah. Get into, we'll get into um, that. Uh, but, uh, 
But yeah, like, I didn't like any of the characters in the first no. one. Like, I didn't like them. I didn't or like... Or 03 uh, either. Like, just, just Yeah, the one fair, in 03... Like, um, I didn't even really like any of those characters either. Like, no, I uh, Jessica Biel, honestly, was the only one to root and for in terms of in terms of being a decent person but even and, then, and even I was then like, she was like a even then she was a narc you know like she was she's uh, she was square, uncool bro. yeah like even i'm then, like i'm like, like damn uh, you're hanging out with all these cool kids you're not cool yeah i was like uh, what a, what like, a fucking you got shame. two pounds of fucking marijuana in the back you're over here like oh my god you're so i can't believe you did that it's like yeah i'm just trying to create a new life for you bro <laughs> yeah, yeah i i guess like in uh just to and this part of the argument for myself, uh, like in terms of story, at least they do something with the family scene, you know, cause yeah. like at the end, the family thing feels kind of random and we'll talk like, I'm going to talk about it in a much different, in a much better light later. But in terms of story, it, it's just random. Like it just randomly happens. Right. But like in the, in Oh three, it at least like, there's at least a build up to it. There's at least, you know, something's up with the family the whole time. So yeah. Like, yeah. So agreed. Like, um, so like when they start acting casually evil, you know, quote unquote, it, it like, it works. Cause it's like, Oh yeah. And then you have the baby thing, which is part of the story. And I'm like, okay, yeah. like give me, yeah, give that's me all extra that. stuff sprinkled in. So yeah. So, um, uh, to end my side of the argument as well, there's obvious differences, um, in both stories. There's obvious differences in the way the story starts. Right. I like the way the O3 version starts as well, like in terms of the hitchhiker. The, the, it's a better hitchhiker. It. Yeah, it's a better hitchhiker. They pick up this girl who obviously came from, you know, the Hewitts, right? Yeah. And she's trying to get away from there. And she there's an awesome scene inside the truck where she kills herself. And that is better in terms of kind of captivating the audience into kind of, oh shit, they're in a fucking, they're in some kind of mess over here because they're, they're just driving. They're trying to go see a fucking Skinner concert. Like in yep. the first one, you don't even know where they're going. Yeah. Like, they're just driving, they're just driving somewhere in Texas. Right. I think they were going to go see some farm or something or, or, or some shit like that. But like in the O3 version, it gives you a little bit more of, some meat to chew on you know what i mean like right. some more shit to grasp onto um as a more like d- a different conflict because the first one was very empty in terms of story there was no substance at all it's like it was all visual it was all um in your face kind of stuff all it was all horror you know what i mean um, yeah. it, um it wasn't meant to kind of it wasn't meant to be halloween in 78 you know what I mean? Right. So the story in 2003 for sure is um, my favorite version of it in terms of the upbringing, mainly because the family becomes this adversary that you're like, fuck. Not only do you got to deal with this fucking crazy chainsaw-wielding maniac, you have these fucking assholes who pretty much own the town because they're the yeah. only ones left. So anywhere yeah. you go, you're encountering another piece of that fucking like family branch, whether it's the ones in the trailer park with the baby they stole, you know what I mean? Or whether right. it's the the fucking old lady in the fucking um in the grocery store. Like there it's it's you, you can't get away from it until you leave like that county line pretty much. And I think that's pretty scary. But yeah, that story in 03, um it's it's better. They did a right. better job too, like in terms of um just uh writing a a scarier version of um of leatherface too right so uh let's with that said i also agree so uh round one goes to oh three oh three oh surprisingly ding ding so here we ding ding uh round two now is here where we you know we might get some surprises too uh 
the technical stuff, the gore stuff, and um, I'll start this time since you started out last Go time. For it. I would say surprisingly, OG is better in terms of uh, because I like in terms of production. Of course, the remake looks better. Of course, yeah, of o- course, o- o- three of yeah. Of course, you know. It was a Michael Bay produced movie too, on top yeah, of that. Yeah, like in, in terms of like and in terms of actual well done scenes, like you have you have the suicide to start it off, which yeah, is a, that was a good it's, one. A, it's a great like it's a great death. Uh, yeah. and then my favorite scene is surprisingly is when like all like the like the feathers or like the snows coming down or whatever the fuck it is, and like and she gets like and she gets a good look at him in the fa- in the headlights and it's the face of like her um it's the face of that dude oh dude yes yes yeah. the face of her boyfriend yeah right? so oh, like yes on yep. that scene alone when I saw that I was like ooh this that's my shit take it. yeah I was they, like yeah. I was like this my yes. take it because that's a very smart very fun idea because she's been looking for that dude the whole time but in terms of production and gore i kind of like the og one a little bit more because it doesn't cut away from like the kills you know what i mean like um in 03 they cut away a lot from like the you know you don't get to see like the chainsaws actually going through anybody correct you you don't really see the chainsaw hitting much like there's always like a cutaway of like or it's filmed like just a little bit further up and in terms of giving me what i want you know fucking the og one like like you were just saying, yeah, it's a concept, but like they were there to do killing, and yeah. there, was some, there was some killing and there brutalizing, some killing. and some like, and then I think uh, to cap off this part of my argument, like that scene where he fucking pulls the knife over, like that stuff always makes me squeamish, and even like even in low budget shit like that, I was still like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, um, shit, man, where do I stand on this one, man? Um, yeah, because like, obviously, I, like, because obviously, horror is very visual medium, right? yeah, um, right. and I was just said obviously the production in the 03 version compared yeah, it, to fucking 1973 uh, like of course <laughs> you know yeah it has more money like yeah it's, it's exactly a, fucking 30 years before it it has it's gonna look better just because the, even the film is of better quality you know what i mean <laughs> right so um yes it looks glossier it's very stylized that's one thing i kind of don't like about it they definitely um pandered to the mtv audience yeah um, it was very i and i remember dude i clearly remember when this came out mtv was pushing this shit fucking hard yeah and you um, know what yeah so uh funny story before we actually move on of this uh topic uh this was actually the first version of it that i saw mm. like ever Okay. Yeah, this, this was the first Texas Chainsaw thing I saw. I went to theaters. I saw it. It was at the Dollar Theater. And, okay. Uh, or I, you know what? It might not have been at the Dollar Theater, but point is, I, I, this was the first one I saw. Because what were your first of all, thoughts when you saw it? No, I remember liking it, but yeah. I, I remember liking it way more than I did on rewatch. I'll just, be, I'll be honest about that. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah. but I, but I only bring it up because, like you said, there were tons of commercials for it. I, that's yes. that's why I saw. It. I remember it was, I was like everywhere, yeah, and then yeah. they used the whole like uh, old camera sound, you know, um, yeah. for everything in, in the commercials. But that being said. Because just because it was so stylized doesn't mean it looked better in terms of yeah. giving you what you wanted and what you were there for, especially if you were there to see a reboot of a movie you knew. And in the original, as you mentioned, text perfectly, that it showed you what you wanted to see uh, from yeah. a horror movie. Like, hey, you're there for a Texas Chainsaw Massacre and you got it. They do a little bit of the gore. 
a little better, but again, it's because of just the 30 year advancement in practical effects. You know what I mean? Right. So I can't really knock it, but like I said, $140,000 budget, you did something pretty awesome. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, you were able to kind of take this concept because it wasn't a story, it was a concept of just this crazy family in Texas that would eat people. And you brought it to life in a matter which kind of made this iconic character, you know? Yeah, because, like, when you think of, you know, when you think of the production, too, uh, you, you take some, like, you, there are some really good-looking things in the OG Texas Chainsaw, which is yeah. wild, right? Because, like, it plays with a lot of the, the Texas sun. It plays with a lot of, like... The heat, um, the, heat yeah. the sweat. Yeah, it, it, it's very, like, it's very Rob Zombie, which is... I, I think you mentioned that on IG, where you're, yeah, like... Yeah, I did, exactly. S- That's one thing that I've also kind of, like, thought about. You're like, why Halloween? And, yeah, I'm like, like, and I'm like, oh, this, this is Rob Zombie. Like, honestly... The original Texas Chainsaw Massacre is what Rob Zombie strives to be. Like, that is the perfect form of Rob Zombie. That's his Super Saiyan. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, southern, that southern fried horror that shit. That southern dude. fried like, horror shit. And every, even, like, from the dinner scene at the table, that's Rob Zombie. I'm like, holy shit. Like, yeah. the dialogue is Rob Zombie. Like, it was the, very like, Rob Zombie. The POV of it was very interesting, yeah. too. Like, that's yeah. the thing. Like, in story-wise, it feels random. But, like, in terms of how it looks yes. and how, like, like it's very, like, it's very good. Like, yes. it's one of those things I where, like, yeah, agree. Um, I appreciate it more for the art of, like, that. Yes, yes. there are, especially <laughs> in that dinner scene, there are a lot of crazy shots and crazy close-ups of her eye, of a cut, and all that stuff yeah. that kind of... It's very unsettling, and it's great for yes. the atmosphere and the environment. Like that's a perfect word for it. Yes. You really got a sense of the horror that that Toby Hooper was trying to kind of portray on film. He's like, "Listen, I don't have much of a story, but I'm able to kind of put you in this environment where you're like, I'm very uncomfortable right now. I don't know what's going on. These fucking crazies are having some wild conversation shit." There's some old dude that looks like he's fucking petrified, right? There's this dude wearing a makeup, a fucking a mask all made up with makeup and shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, see, that's the other thing. Like uh, the OG one had a lot more color in it, you know, compared yes. to compared to O three, which was part of the muddy era. Like it was part. Oh of, my like, god! The, yeah, everything, man. Everything, everything was made it dirty so muddy. and dark, and like it made for like a worse looking Leatherface too. Yeah. If like, anything, we'll, we'll take a deep dive into that decade because there's some good stuff there like disturbing behavior and stuff like that, that oh, we dude, definitely want to yeah. fucking talk Hell about yeah. we gotta so, do like a, a faculty disturbing behavior oh yeah faculty disturbing behavior we got the fucking exorcist uh, um uh, uh anniversary um remaster as well that added extra scenes for scary oh yeah shit. yeah remember that we yeah, got dude. h2o do we got oh, yeah we gotta hit you guys up with that at some point in time. Yeah, but the uh, early, yeah, but back to Texas odds. Chainsaw though. Yeah, uh, um, so. yeah, it's uh, it, the original one. Like I was saying before, they were able to um, uh, convey this sense of fucking utter hopelessness that this chick was feeling because, like I mentioned, it's this crazy atmosphere going around, legit craziness going around. Like you don't know what's happening. Everything right. is just fucking wild. Just like. And as you mentioned, Tex, because, um, I guess, of the times, they shot this one with a bit more color, right? 
they weren't shying away from showing you everything. So, yeah. like, every scene in that house was filled with just environment building shit where you're like, yo, if you're in this house, you get the fuck out of there, bro. Just yeah, get out of there. And, you know? And I think, like, uh, this will actually carry on into our third round conversation. So, I think uh, for round two, I'm going to, I am definitely going to vote for OG. Same. Uh, so, yeah. So, there you go. OG takes round two. Same. So, here, here we go. Yeah. Ding, ding. That's one-on-one. So. Also, just before we get to round three, it's a shame, too, because the other movies after the O3 version had crazy gore in it. Right. Um, they were, like, shot better, and they just had better visuals, which is a shame. Like, you know, it's a shame so, for the yeah. O3, but yeah. Yeah, it's like maybe maybe if one of those went up against OG, we'd have a different conversation, but in terms yeah. of those two, yeah, I mean. Maybe. The, ter- maybe. Maybe, but in terms of these two, we have one-on-one now, so uh, we're settling things in round three, the horror fact. And jumping off what you were just saying, this, like, I was thinking about this a lot, and I think OG has the horror factor, like, it has more of it, for, like, many of the same reasons you're saying, but, like, just barely. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I, I uh, think, yeah. yeah, I think on my end, I think I'm awarding it more for Legacy, but that's that's how I'm deciding to vote. Like, I think OG takes it, but just barely, because of all the same stuff you were just saying, Arturo. Yeah, like, um, it's, it's, it's um, that, it, you feel it, there's a dread in that OG yeah, one. Yeah, you, you can even smell it in the air, like, the movie smells like the fucking scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, honestly, what I said in round one, like, that's horror. You know, like, that's That's why this movie is still up there for, like, you know, horror aficionados and these highbrow horror guys and, you know, horror marks, horror nerds. Whoever loves horror, like, they, like, this movie is still atop of their, like, of their list because of just, as we mentioned, in 83 minutes or whatever it is, he takes you into this, like, wild, like, I can't even describe it. You just don't want to be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's one of those things that it's like you feel, you feel for these kids, especially for her. Because you're like, yo, I don't know what to do. Like, there's nowhere for you to go. Yeah. It's four on one. You know, yeah, like, and, I, and, it, yeah. and it's it's wild, too, because the reaction she had in the movie was perfect. She just jumped out the fucking window the first chance she had. That was absolute perfection. Because, like, what else are you going to do? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. holy shit, I'm finally free. What the fuck? How the fuck else am I going to get out of here? Let me just jump out a fucking window. Who yeah, cares what happens? That's know? what's great. Uh, that's great. You know, because compared to 03, like, Jessica Biel's, like, character feels too, like, she feels too good at things. Yeah, not, not Not too good, but, like, in terms of, like, final girl aesthetics, like... Yeah, she... She, nah, she, she feels... She doesn't. She, yeah, she feels too invincible too much. Like, Agreed. a little... She's got too much of that, because, like... And it, it hurts it more because, like, she does some great things, too. Like, she has to kill her friend, you know. That's yeah, that was whole, a good scene. That's yeah. a good scene. Like, the whole thing with her getting, like, getting to kill the sheriff at the end of, like, her driving over him oh, and driving back. Yeah, that's that was good, saying. too. Like, he fucking but, deserved it. Yeah, but that's all boosted by the story. And so, yeah. like, and that's why it's not very, like, horror because she, you know, it's a lot less. It's a lot less hopeless than OG. I Agreed, think it's what it is. Also, yeah. Um, uh, uh, to uh, to solidify your point, Tex. Last time I checked, she barely came out with a scratch. 
Yeah, she, she that was the other thing some too. Some PTSD maybe and like a scratch on her face, but like in the OG, this girl gets fucking hit with a hammer a couple times. Yes, she yes. jumps through a fucking window. I think she kind of I think like hurts her leg at some point to the point where she might have like either broken it or like severely sprained it. Like she went through some fucking shit. This girl did in the original. But then with Jessica Bill, you're absolutely right. Like I didn't feel like it was ever gonna kind of come to an end for her you know what i mean yeah i was um, never i was yeah. never once like actually like yeah of course you're not gonna be actually worried about like but like you never got the that kind of fear either where you're like oh is this character gonna bite you here is she gonna get take a lump here because like but uh, like we like you just said uh some of the things we we talked about in court Street's past where uh in the Mord's past, where you need to give your pound of flesh in order to be a successful did. Final Girl. Like, we talked about this during the entire mm-hmm. Final Girl summer. Like, mm-hmm. you, and she doesn't give her pound of flesh compared to OG. Like you said, like, look at the fact that they're they're both covered in blood, right? But OG's blood is a lot more like, oh, that's her blood. Yeah, that's her like, blood. Exactly. Yeah, like, Great that's point. her blood. Yep. Like, that says, like, that's just much more horror than O3. Like, I mean, O3 might have the better story, but, like, OG's so fucking dark and hopeless. And, it like, really is, dude. Like, um, and it's it's wild. Like, it's wild how different they are. Um, yeah. In terms of kind of atmosphere and mood, you know? Even Toby Hooper's sequel um, is still, like, a well-lit kind of uh, uh, frame, like, framing of a, of a movie. You see everything. Um, it's a little wild as well. But then th- this one completely, like, with it's a completely, like, different family. And it's, uh, it's a shame that they stylized everything so much. They definitely wanted to cater to that crowd. Yeah. Um... Because the movies that came afterwards it took that good like jumping off point that the story had with the Hewitts and ran with it. But uh, yeah, at the end of the day, the original one just seemed to kind of always give you that fucking dread on the inside. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even to the point where the first time you see Leatherface is just it's out of the blue. Like all of a sudden just pops out of this fucking metal shed room and then just bangs and like, whacks a guy with a hammer. And then on top of that. Like, the guy fucking sold that wax super awesome. His leg was yeah. shaking everywhere, and, like, he, he did an awesome job in terms it's of a, um, conveying that. Yeah. It's a good first kill. Like, yeah. To, yeah. To making sure, like, oh, there's an impact there. And, like, and, like, we were saying, like, going with the production thing, like, it accomplishes a lot more with less. It's very, yeah. like, instead of, like, it uses, it's smart. And, like, and at the same time, then you get, like, the final scene of the movie, which is still very horror of, like, Leatherface himself, like, angry that he, like, missed his chance. Yeah. And, like, then you get, like, the tantrum, and you're like, man, like, this is... I was like, man, this is still fucking creepy. Like, this is so, like, eerie shit. Yeah, you know? and it's it's haunting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, especially, um, which, by the way, I'm... I'm uh, I wonder what happened to the truck driver in the OG one. The black dude that yeah, because he the truck. he just runs right. He just like, kept running, and I'm like, I'm like, keep running, bro, keep running. He's like, fuck <laughs> this, I'm getting on the first truck available. Um, but yeah, like it's um even at the end where um you get this crazy like goose chase through the field and through the farm and to the road, and you get just Leatherface just crazily just going after her, and then you get this haunting like little scene where he's like dancing in the sunset because he's just fucking crazy. Easy. That's one thing that the original did kind of bolster over time. 
was the um, the actual like Leatherface. Like it's weird. Like before we 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 wrap this all up and declare a winner, there's been a like like Michael Myers and like Jason. Th- th- there have been I I think three different iterations of um of Leatherface. We have the original Leatherface that appears in, in both of the Hooper movies. We have the Hewitt Leatherface, which mm-hmm. was more of like this hulking kind of beast. Honestly, in in the 03 version, um, I didn't really like the way he looked either, honestly. Yeah, um, he, ugly. Yeah, I don't know what they were going for, but they rectified that real quick in uh, the beginning. Like, that dude, they got for, to play that. Yo, what a monster of a man. Like, he was just a huge dude. Yeah, and and I'm like, damn, it's a shame that we got this better version of, um, of Leatherface here. Um, it was completely different, but I think that is my favorite version of Leatherface on the beginning uh, movie. And then they have a different one in the Texas Chainsaw 3D, which was a callback to the Gunnar Hansen Leatherface from the OG mm, to the okay. point where before he goes out to a final kill, he goes into like this closet, right? He has all his chainsaws and shit, right? He grabs his favorite chainsaw and then he grabs a fucking tie, <laughs> which I thought was fucking pretty neat. But um, but yeah, folks, um, I think in terms of everything, my favorites um, in in terms of that legacy is definitely the OG just because it consistently gives you that horror feeling every time you watch it. I get the same feeling when I watch the original Halloween. It's like, it's just so well written in terms of suspense that like, even when you know what's going to happen, you're like, why is my heart pounding a little, a little faster? I know what happens next, but fuck, come on. You got to move a little faster, Lori. Be careful, Lori. You know what I mean, it, it, it's the same thing with the original one. You're like, okay, lady, you got to run a little faster. This guy's pretty quick. By the way, fucking slashers and cardio. We're going to have to do an episode about that because yeah, they have amazing cardio for such big fucking dudes, bro. They, you know, we have to call Vince McMahon those guys. Fucking love them, dude. <laughs> but yeah, Tex, just a declare a winner. I think it's pretty unanimous, right? Yes. That um, the original version of Texas Chainsaw Massacre is the superior one. Superior one. Sorry. I mean, um, it, it's not, I mean, it's unanimous, but also it didn't come out unscathed. It no, took that no, lump it, in that first it round. Has, it has a lot of issues, and especially with the story. Which was surprising because yeah. uh, I thought it was going to be a clean sweep, right? right? Like, yeah. And here we are. like, uh, yep. And here it, we are. And, and then on top of that, it's lucky it's not facing one of the – of the ones after it that have like more gore in it that That's actually have true. a better story tied into it. So yeah, but the original one, you know, stands supreme in comparison to uh, its uh, its reboots and its remakes it's solely because of just the um, the horror that Toby Hooper is able to portray through the camera, um, and you get it every time. My wife was watching it with me last night um, before I passed out, obviously. But um, uh, she was watching it, and she was just like, yo, like, you better not fucking pass out. Like, <laughs> not in this scene. And it was during the dinner scene where everything was going fucking wild and shit, right? And she was like, yo, you better not pass out. I don't know what the fuck is going to happen right now. All right? But this shit's fucking creeping me out. And what happened? Pass out. Um, so. But yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's able to, as we mentioned, it's able to give this sense of dread it's able to build this environment of fear that honestly inspired a lot of uh, filmmakers today like a lot of this uh, torture porn um stuff gets its roots from way back you know way back then because that movie was one of the pinnacles of horror back then that hey look like this is doing something different 
you know. On top of that, it's an American movie. Like a lot of horror back then came from Italy, came from overseas. A lot of the good horror, I should say. You know what I mean? It came from Italy, it came from overseas. We really didn't get a lot of good American horror in the 70s and the 60s and stuff like that that I can remember, honestly. Um, but uh, the Texas a Chainsaw Massacre may be the first great American horror movie. I mean... Right? I... I I have to look it, into the timeline of stuff, but yeah, but it just won a versus. So it just won a versus, and it so came it's, before it's, Halloween, so it is into, definitely yeah. a first great American horror film. So, um, here we go. But yeah, so uh, uh, in the first official versus battle of the morgue, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre beat out its reboot two to one, and it's for the best. But again, I'm not knocking that new one because it wasn't that bad. You know, it yeah, wasn't that see, bad, man. It, that's why I got the one. Yeah, like. like it, if it showed more of the kills, it it would have it would have pro- got you. Yeah, it would have like, won. Honestly, it would have yeah. won because I'm like, damn, like I saw a lot of cool stuff going on, you know. But in terms of because they were pandering to that like young crowd, I think that's what really hurt them entirely when it came to um the horror of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, there you have it, folks. Like, go watch a Texas Chainsaw Massacre and go watch um. All the other Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies available on all streaming platforms. It's on Hulu. It's on Amazon. It's on Shudder. I think uh, maybe HBO. You'll find one. Uh, they're fucking everywhere. They're all. They're, they have a bunch <laughs> of different versions of the story. Yeah. Go check it out. Go check out Halloween Kills on Peacock. Go check out what we thought about it on our previous episode. Go check out our archives. We have a bunch of them. We got 85 episodes for you guys to take in. Um, and again, thank you so much for joining us on episode 86 of The Morgue, an official Corp podcast. I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez, the guy behind the board. And thank you always to Mr. Del Virus for the artwork. And thank you, Mr. Glenn Murawski, for the music. But just a big shout out to Mr. Tex for the music this month um if you guys paid attention it oh, is yeah. our halloween version of our intro which was our 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 halloween and intro for our old our old endeavor yeah. right yeah, um so i'm glad we still have that for you guys and and, and thanks so much to tex on his first go around of, of fucking making an intro uh Yo, years ago fucking we came up with this one for you guys and um every october this is what you'll be hearing before we start an episode and i hope you guys dig it because it's one of my favorites honestly like i was like i wish we could own this but because there's so many different like uh yeah. you know, properties in it we're like no it's better just to you know just bring it out during the spooky season so tex thank you again for your talent my man you're the fucking best and folks thank you guys for listening i know you guys are listening out there thank you so much for that um and remember folks it's a scary world out there but we're here to walk you through it Thank you.